What up, world? It's your boy, Tommy D, the nonprofit sector. Wait for it. Connector. That's right. The nonprofit sector connector. And the emails are popping in. Way to shut down the outlook, kid. We'll have to deal with that in a second. All right, look. Every single week, I go up a couple flights of stairs. Well, I come up these flights of stairs actually every day. But specifically on Friday mornings, I come up here with an intention. And my intention, where am I, by the way? Just below the roof. I call it the attic. You know, there's an attic. And then there's the attic in the attic. There's the attic inside the attic, which is my crazy brain with a lot of ideas and things going on. And I joked about it in a meeting yesterday. Uh, There's a lot going on in the attic. And then there's even more going on in the attic. What is he talking about? I don't know. We'll figure it out later. Text me. We'll talk about it. Look, this show is called Philanthropy and Focus. And that's what we do. We focus on nonprofit leaders. We focus on the stories of nonprofit organizations. Because when you play nonprofit sector connector, and that's the role I've decided to play in the planet here, when you play that role, you get to meet great leaders of nonprofits. And I asked for this because I wanted to be in front of all these leaders so I could help them tell their story and amplify their message. That sounds like a radio voice, Tommy. Yes, that's what I was doing. Very good. He's talking to himself. He has guests on the show when he's talking to himself. It's been a lot of caffeine, Andy and Renee. It is what it is. Deal with it. It's 10 o'clock on the East Coast. I've been going for hours. So here's what this show is about. I believe nonprofits change our world every day. And they do. It's not just something I say. It's, it's a real thing. It's impactful. And I'm guessing I got 50 years left on this planet. And it's my intention to share every Friday morning with you until I disappear. Another leader of a nonprofit organization. In fact, today we got two leaders of a nonprofit organization, an incredible story. I talk a lot about strategic alliances in all parts of my day, but I always love when for-profit and nonprofit get together and collaborate together. Today, it's the same group. It's the same family that is the for-profit and the nonprofit, and they play well together. How do we get them on the show? Well, here's what happens. I got a friend called Major McDonald. He's got a friend called Mick Collins. Mick Collins is also my friend. But Machen introduces me to Mick. But I didn't meet Machen until I knew Michael Goldberg. Michael Goldberg and I run this organization called TNG, The Networking Group. And I kind of posted about this on LinkedIn the other day because this is how it happens. You know, New York Telephone used to have a commercial. We're all connected. Yeah, we're all freaking connected, man. Like, that's the whole thing. Like, we're supposed to be supporting each other. We're supposed to be helping each other. We're supposed to be connecting with each other. Every Thursday night, I'm uh, studying with a group at the Institute for Nonprofit Practice. And it's all online, so that means I'm in the attic still. But I've been learning a lot about philanthropy and the connotations around philanthropy that I got to be honest with you, I wasn't aware of a lot of this stuff and I'm learning it. Um, Last night we were talking about fundraising last night. We were talking about connecting and that has been an incredible eye opener. And I sent a shout out to my cohort of folks specifically in a small practical group. When we get together later on Thursday nights, because they are, they're in my corner and we're really there for each other. And it's been a great opportunity to make new relationships and friendships. But I just tell you that to say how important it is to strengthen your network. So Michael Goldberg to Mach, Mach to Mick, Mick to Renee and Renee to Andy. And that's how we're here today. So look, enough about me. I'm here to be the navigator, right? I'm here to facilitate this conversation. And I think I'll ask some thoughtful questions. At least that's what I intend to do. So without further ado, I'd like to introduce my guest. Just come off mute so I could say hello to you both. Renee is here. Renee Van Heel, Andy Van Heel. All right, we go from pay it forward processing, every swipe benefits charity. Shout out again to Mick Collins, because without Mick, I don't even know you both. What is going on? First of all, how are you? And welcome to my attic. Well, I am so excited to be here, Tommy, and it's been a joy from day one that we were introduced. So, and it's, I agree so much. We need to have like-minded people together. And I, I really believe that everybody is brought together for a reason and you end up being able to offer different things to in that relationship. And, you know, one of the big things that I really want to bring home today is being raised to be a career woman in a corporate world, I want to bring in how to understand that mind to bring them into the charity sphere. 
And that is so incredibly important. We're super passionate about that. Um, we've even put a program together with our charity, our actual 501c3, that we are able to now bring in other businesses that want to give. Because so let's go so back many- to the beginning. I'd sorry to cut you off, Renee, because I want to I want to set the stage for people because I was texting you this morning, and it's funny because I realized I never get rid of anything. I don't get rid of emails. That's why the attic is full of a lot of things. You all can't see it strategically. That's the way I set up the desk and the lights. So you don't all know what's going on up here. My wife knows. And that's a conversation for another day. I save everything, even text messages. So like I have a text from you and I going back in August when Mick had originally first, I remember it was nice out. And then I saw the text message this morning and that was August of last year. Take, I want to go back though, because I know there's like new stuff going on with every swipe and pay it forward. But let's go back. I mean, this goes back the organization, you know, there's a big story here, right. About kind of a life change that, that you went through. So take us back to the beginning of before pay it forward was even pay it forward. Right. And then, and then an experience that happened, tell us that story. Cause I love to set the stage and, and Andy, I'm going to pull you in while this is all going on because and looking at your background you've always been involved in in charitable endeavors as well i mean traveling around youth groups around the globe the whole thing so you're my people right i don't want to say like tribe and not tribe because because i want us all to be together but if i got to hang out with anybody i want to hang out with people who are doing the thing to, to change the world and make the best impact right we get to make that choice every day so renee take me back Take me back. Take me back. I don't know why that's happening. I tried to shut it off, but it keeps going. So we'll deal with it. Well, I would love to do that. And and it does kind of go into a little bit of what I said, how I was raised to be corporate. I was never taught to give. So that's where I feel I can really make an impact on these people that don't understand the power of giving. But 22 years ago, um, I actually had a friend being taken advantage of by a bank on her credit card processing. She was a single mom starting her business and this bank just gouged her for pricing. So she was the one that inspired me to start our for-profit company, Pay It Forward Processing, which we provide credit card processing. And back then, and it still is a little bit here now, but it was a very sleazy industry. So I love the challenge of coming in and showing it could be done right. So that's where kind of my mind shift started changing because it's like, well, we need to be connectors for these small businesses. We need to help them in every single way. So I realized at that point, my heart and my mind started changing. And then in 2007, we were living in San Diego at the time and a wildfire came through San Diego and we literally lost everything. We were not even there. We were at my in-laws anniversary party in Minnesota. So we watched our house burn on TV. We were the, the CNN picture and then Good Morning America was on our street. And, you know, most people didn't know if they lost their home or not. Literally, but- it was your home. You literally saw your home burning on television. Yep. Yes. Wow. Oh, my yeah. God. Well, and it was kind of surreal because when when things like emergencies happen, I just kick in and say, okay, what do we need to do now? And, you know, and, and the thing that was most tragic, and I always want to encourage people, know how much insurance you have, because we were insured for $95 a square foot, and it cost $225 to rebuild per square foot. So I tell people, go to your insurance guy, ask him. How much am I insured for per square foot? Then go go and find out what your insurance covers. That's always my commercial on that's that. A really, that's a really practical, you know, thing to, to talk about. You know, I mean, obviously we're, we're talk nonprofit and, and business at the same time, but just some, think about that. Take that away, gang. Talk to your property and casualty agent, your insurance agent, and ask him. Ask him, am I covered for what I should be covered for? Great, great public service now. Well, and then just go to find a contractor and say, what would it cost for me to rebuild? It, it would only have cost us $80 for the year to have full coverage. So, you know, so it would have saved so many headaches, but we wouldn't have started our charity every uh, fired up sisters. If I would have been fully insured, I would have said, oh, no big deal. But there were 1100 homes that went and I, I kept running into these women and the majority of us were underinsured. 98% of us were underinsured. So wow. it's like, how are we going to rebuild? What are we going to do? 
So we formed this group called Fired Up Sisters, kind of started as a support group. But what it ended up doing, we ended up turning into a buying group. And these women, it was 100% volunteer. These women are amazing. We would, we would go into businesses and ask for donations because I, I ended up leasing a 5,600 square foot um, warehouse and we had Home Depot, we had all kinds of places, but we wanted to get the local businesses involved and it was during a recession. I don't know if anybody remembers 07. So we're talking 07 into 08. The, what do we call that one? The Great Recession, right? That was the, the banking one, right? Yes. Uh, uh, so you got that challenge. Underinsured. These people now, some, probably some of these folks you're talking about, 98% are underinsured. And, and they're now, many of them are out of work too. Is that what you're going to tell me? Pretty close. Yeah. A lot of them had lost their jobs. Um, the contracting, you know, contractors, that's when, you know, was the house, you know, where everything was failing in the construction industry. So I wanted to figure out how we could bring them business as well as lighting companies, plumbing companies. So I went to these businesses and I said, when you close down at night, if you will have an event for the Fired Up Sisters, I will bring as many as can come and three to 400 would come every event. So I went to a lighting place and we went in, had the best party. Everybody ordered their lights from them. So what does that do? It helps them. But they had to give 10% back of every transaction to Fired Up Sisters. So we did that with um, Home Depot. We did that with Staples. We did that with tile places. So in the end, between donations and everything, we raised over $5 million worth of money, goods, and services. And Whoa, whoa, whoa. Renee, hold on a second. Five million bucks? Yes. Like, I'm pretty fired up right now. And I, I'm not a sister. And my hair is very long. Like, <laughs> Like, you can be. We inherited a few guys too, so you know. Fire, I'm a fired up brother right now, but like that's five million dollars again, not just in dollars, but in you know in service, so in kind donations, right, and okay. and the whole thing. But what? See, I love a win win win. So I had Cliff Baker on the show a couple of weeks ago from a Need We Feed, and he his organization down out of tragedy comes greatness, right? He he has an organization that came out of Superstorm Sandy where they were, help feed, they were helping to feed the military during Thanksgiving, which turned into this incredible organization. But I was down there doing a day of service with Cliff's group. And he's like, they, what they did was they hooked in during the beginning of the pandemic, they hooked in with local restaurants. And they had, so the restaurants are getting well, people who need food are getting well, the organization is doing better. And as a result of all that great work, they're now hooked in with the state of New Jersey, the organization is, and has grown dramatically with their reach and what they're able to do. But like, it would have been one thing if you said, let's find a way to do a, a, a you know, a, a, a fundraiser donations to help out these women and families who lost their homes. But you, you see that you have this foresight as a businesswoman to say, well, well, hold on a second here. There's another angle, right? Like we can make it good for the businesses as well. Right. That's, yes. that is super. I love that. So, well, and another thing I want to encourage people, you got to dig into your background and see what else you can pull out. So for 25 years, I was in the wholesale costume jewelry business. So we had showrooms around the whole United States. And so I went to the showroom up in Minnesota and I went from showroom to showroom and said, do you have your, cause I know that when the, when the season ends, they have to get rid of all their samples. So I said, would you be interested in getting a tax deduction and donating this stuff? So there's, there's a company up in, in LA that would donate eight pallets of home goods to us every single month. So, I mean, Minnesota, of thousands of dollars of stuff. From Minnesota, going down to San Diego, right? Yep, correct. All right. I want to, we're going to go to a quick break. Andy, I want you to say hello to me because I hate, like if we were in a room together, I'd be like, Andy, get in this conversation. Like, what are you doing, man? And and I <laughs> come off the mute button, say hello. Kyle, hold on, Kyle. We're going to go to break. I want my friend Andy to say hello and stuff like that. And then we'll go to break, I promise. Andy, good morning. Hello. Good morning. How are you? <laughs> I'm great. And, you know, it's kind of funny because I'm the same person to always make sure everybody is involved in conversation. But Renee and I have done this like so many times 
to the point where it's like, okay, not my turn yet. Okay, now it's my turn. So it's funny because most people don't have that dynamic, but yeah, we've been working together for on. so long. Go back on mute. It's not your turn yet. Forget it. Forget it. Forget sure. that. <laughs> All right. I'm so kidding. I am thrilled you're both here. When we go, we're going to go to a break really quick. We come back. I want Andy. I want you to take some of this story on. Like, we'll, I want to hear. We're going to just go back and forth. You guys know how to play it, as you just said, Andy. I'm going to share every swipe benefits charity website while we go to break. We'll be back in about 90 seconds, but $423,777.45. I'll tell you what that means when we come back. I'm Tommy D. Philanthropy and Focus. Andy Van Heel's here. Renee Van Heel's here. Kyle's behind the glass. I'm dizzy. Let's go to the break. <laughs> Are you a business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy. And I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. Are you on edge? Hey, we live in challenging, edgy times, so let's lean in. I'm Sandra Bargeman, the host of The Edge of Every Day, which airs each Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. Tune in live with me and my friends and colleagues as we share stories and perspectives about pushing boundaries and exploring our rough edges. That's The Edge of Every Day on Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. Nonprofits need connections to move in good directions. So cut through all the static. But like, seriously, like, don't show up at my house and like come up the stairs and like really like join me in the attic. I mean, it's like a, it's kind of like a virtual meeting like we've been doing for two years, right? So I was sharing my screen and, um, you know, actually, I think I had some technical difficulty. I think an email popped up on my screen. So this is just good. So I got email bouncing and popping up and stuff. But what I was sharing, I'm going to go back to the screen share because I want there's a guy in a lot of these pictures walking around with these big checks. Um, his, he says, he tells me he was named after Mickey Mantle. I don't, do, do you ladies know him? Oh, sometimes we don't claim it, but yes, we do know him. <laughs> <laughs> That's my buddy, Mick Collins. He, I, so we have a family foundation in memory of my cousin, Linda called the Lindy Lou foundation. And I've, we have a big Lindy Lou check with the butterfly on it and stuff like that. So I resemble those pictures with, with Mick going around. And I know, you know, we, Mick and I network and, and he, he says like, that's his favorite thing to do is to go around with those checks. So tell me about, I understand you're in the processing business, right? That's what pay it forward is, but it's a processing business that has at its heart, right? At its core. And I'm, I'm guessing these things, but this, this situation of, philanthropy in all the good meaning of that word, because I'm learning there's a lot, as I said earlier up front, that there's a lot of challenging connotations around philanthropy, but tell me about that, Renee. I'm obviously it's, it's so pure in, in your brand. I mean, pay it forward. is in the name of the processing side of things. Um, take me to that story and, and then take me to the, like where, how every swipe benefits charity. And, and I don't want my friend Andy out there lonely. So let's, let's set her up so so she gets to tell us about the organization too 
Yeah, we totally will, will set her up because it wouldn't be what it is without her, without her giving heart and her brain that's able to organize it all and everything. So I, I definitely um, am so proud of her and so happy she's part of our team. But, you know, going back into the whole pay it forward thing that, you know, before the fires, I would give my, you know, obligatory 10%. And then once you lose everything, and I hope people's hearts will change before something drastic happens like me. But as you saw in some of those pictures, I mean, we didn't, we didn't even have our cards. I literally everything I burned, but I did, I always had a joke with my fired up sisters because since I was traveling, I did have seven pairs of my favorite shoes. So I'm forever the optimist. And most got out in their pajamas and slippers. That is how drastically fast my girlfriend was running out the front door and the flames literally came over her house and engulfed her entire home. Fear, so, I fear that is like got to be running. I, not that you want to see your house burning on television for sure. But the fact is, I mean, this is scary. Like people were in their homes like you're yes. right. And that's the thing. And I, you know, we should probably have on the show. I'll have to talk to Tommy D when I see him, but we should probably have somebody on the show to talk about being fire readiness and being prepared and you know having a ladder you know the, we, we have that rope ladder and know where your fire extinguishers are and all these kind of things you know because um you know i have a friend jeff sullivan and he talked about being prepared preparedness and being ready like when you even if you're just going to you know on a road trip for the day that be prepared to have things in your car because things happen and you have needs that pop up so yeah to- totally um again by the grace of God, right? You know, like these things do happen and it's, it's scary. Um, so yeah. you would said, but I want to go back to something. You're obligatory 10% prior to the fire. So you were, this is just in your DNA. It's just what you do. Like it was well, happening. Sort of. I just gave the 10% because I was told to, but it's amazing what happens when your heart changes and you want to give it. Okay. That's, that was the switch. And, okay. and I don't know if anybody can really explain it. Andy was born with it. I was not. I was born and raised to be a business owner and a businesswoman. Got it. Okay. No room for the other stuff. So it, it, I, I watched when you brought up those pictures, I still get teary eyed. That is to me the coolest thing to be able to give. And that's where, you know, once I came back to work, because I took five years off just to rebuild the house, rebuild the family. And I was doing working with fired up sisters. And um, basically, I came back to my husband and I said, you know what? Honey, we need to put a program together where we take a 10% of everything we make and give it back to charity. And I say, because we had all these businesses do it. We know it works. Now let's just figure out how to do it here. So that's how it was born. And, you know, every and then we had to put the process together because we want to make sure the charities receiving the checks are legit. And they're not top heavy. So 80 cents on the dollar has to go for the cost. That was what our board wanted. So we put the board together and everything and just said, you know, we have to be very strict on that. So any of them that we give to 80 cents on the dollar goes for the cost, which was and Andy is amazing to work with that and figure that out. 80% of the, the dollars that go to every swipe benefits charity, 80% of that goes out to those organizations you support the opposite way the organization like american institute of cancer research if they're not given eight every time we donate money to them if uh, 80 cents on the dollar is not used for their cause it we won't give to them anymore okay so that's the stipulation of how you bring the grants to these organizations is that's that's the maintenance that's what has to happen in that relationship for those dollars to continue for that stream Okay, I got to pause here one second because I got a couple people checking in. Obviously, Mick Collins is checking in. He's saying hashtag fired up Tommy D. Of course. I mean, let's be real, Mick. And then my co-host on a show we do here on the network called and the network is talkradio.nyc. But um, Valerie Heffron, who's my uh, my partner in uh, in the professionals and animal lovers show, which we do on Wednesdays, which. Uh, there's a lot of stuff going on right now. People think I'm going to adopt a rabbit, foster a rabbit. I don't, I just, Val, I know we just talked about it again this morning. I'm going to get in a lot of trouble for this whole thing. Um, because like, 
I didn't really talk to anybody I live with about this before I started talking about this whole rabbit thing. So I want you both to weigh in on this. And Andy told me in the, in the kind of the green room that we were like a virtual green room that there might be cats jumping around what during this interview in her, in her place. So I have a feeling you're going to tell me to get the rabbit. I don't know. I just, I can't even believe I'm talking about this. I'm, I'm, I'm so embarrassed. I'm very embarrassed right now. But Valerie says, <laughs> Valerie says, being fire ready is beyond important. And I was thinking of her when I said it just a few minutes ago, because on our other show, we had towards the holiday season, we had some, uh, we had a show that was about um, sort of being, being mindful of your animals during the holiday season. Don't have tinsel around, maybe not poinsettias, uh, poinsettias and maybe not, um, uh, what's the stuff? The mistletoe. I guess mistletoe berries are no good for us, you know, right? Or, or for animals. But it was, she kept saying, <laughs> she kept, Mick just said, hashtag bunny D. This is getting worse. See, I, thanks, Mick. I'm in trouble. So, so um, Val said this thing on our show, but like, do you even know where that fire extinguisher is? And, you know, because if your home goes on fire, you're not going to be able to put it out yourself, obviously. But if you have a, a, a grease fire or something in the kitchen and you can grab that extinguisher, it's certainly going to uh, minimize the uh, the challenge you're going through. So preparedness, obviously very important. I totally took the conversation in a, in a completely different direction. I'm confused about this rabbit situation. Where do you both fall on the rabbit? Let's just talk. Let's just talk for like 30 seconds on the rabbit. Andy Van Heel. What do you think about the rabbit? Talk to me about that. Well, I've actually owned three rabbits, so I know how it is to have a rabbit. Um, They're a lot of fun, but they are very messy. And with you being in New York, it would have to probably be an indoor rabbit because if it drops to a certain degree, they can't stay warm on their own. We found that out the hard way. Oh, no. Yeah. So there's that. Um, but overall rabbits are a lot of fun to have, but like any animal, they are a large responsibility. Um, I would say they're probably on the easier side of the spectrum versus like, you know, like a dog or something, but they are messy. And surprisingly enough, um, I actually know a lot of people that are actually allergic to rabbits. So that's also something to consider if it's going to be an indoor rabbit. I'm allergic to cats, like terribly allergic to cats. I don't know. Now I have to check this out. Am I allergic to rabbits? I don't know. Huh. Very. That is a great point. That's something, you know, that could be, uh, that could be something I really need to take into consideration. Um, I, I, I feel very sad that that rabbit, you found out how cold it got. Tragically, that's like really not good. All my animals have died very traumatically. So I just to the point where it's like, yeah, it happened. I'm no longer wanting to be a vet. So now cover your ears. Don't listen to Andy. (laughs) Andy, you're not allowed to babysit and pet sit any of Valerie and and Barry's animals for sure. Okay, (laughs) wait a minute. Her cats are the most spoiled cats in the world. How how are they spoiled? Our house is set up for our cats. Like we have shelves all over the walls. We have cat trees everywhere. Um, they sleep with me at night, like in our bed. My cat Tigger will like spoon me while we sleep. So yeah, your cat's, name is, very your cat's name is Tigger. So we have an orange tabby that's named Tigger. And then we have a calico named Snickers. So she has like a caramel stripe down her nose and she looks like a Snickers bar. I, I got, we got to go to break, but Snickers bar, definitely my favorite candy bar going. I mean, it, I'll tell you, it really satisfies. I'll just say that. That's all I got for you. <laughs> Tigger. I just want to go like, <laughs> like Tigger does when he's like bouncing around. See, look, that, in, yep. in life, right. I think it's all about mindset. Here comes, here it comes, here comes the, here comes my Tony Robbins moment of the day. It's all about mindset, right? And I would much rather choose to be Tigger than choose to be Eeyore any day of the week. And I would encourage you all to do that. Or not, if you want to be Eeyore, do it by yourself. Nobody really wants to hang out with Eeyore. Sorry, Eeyore. You don't even know me, but I apologize. But I'm a big Tigger guy for sure. Um, we will be back. I will try to focus F-O-C-U-S on the topic at hand because I'm very P-H-O-C-U-S out there right now. I'm Tommy D, the Nonprofit Sector Connector. Kyle, 
I'm sorry we went late on this one, but I'll try to make up on the next segment. Andy, Renee, we'll be right back. Hello to everybody on Facebook. We'll be right back. Thank you. Howdy. I am Joseph Franklin McElroy, host of the new podcast, Gateway to the Smokies. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Tuesday night from 6 p.m. to 7. Every episode is dedicated to memorable experiences in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park and surrounding areas. This show features experts and locals who will expound upon the richness of culture, history, and adventure that awaits you in the Smokies. Tune in every Tuesday from 6 p.m. to 7 on talkradio.nyc. Are you passionate about the conversation around racism? Hi, I'm Reverend Dr. TLC, host of the Dismantle Racism Show, which airs every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Join me and my amazing guests as we discuss ways to uncover, dismantle, and eradicate racism. That's Thursdays at 11 o'clock a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you a small business trying to navigate the COVID-19 related employment laws? Hello, I'm Eric Sauver, employment law business law attorney and host of the new radio show, Employment Law Today. On my show, we'll have guests to discuss the common employment law challenges business owners are facing during these trying times. Tune in on Tuesday evenings from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern time on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Nonprofits need connections to move in good directions. So cut through all the static. Join Tommy in his attic. All right, look, at this point, you know what? If you do want to show up on the porch and physically join me in the attic, whatever. That's what the song says. Come by. Come by. Bring bring me another coffee, though. I'm running out of coffee. So if you want to come by, join me in the attic. Now I'm – thought I was getting myself in trouble with this rabbit. Now I'm just inviting people to come to the, come to the attic. All right. Andy has had an indescribable passion for nonprofits and helping others from numerous mission trips with the church and school to working with World Vision – and Compassion International, she gained the experience needed to run ESB Charity, Every Swipe Benefits Charity. Tell me about Andy. Tell me about, well, tell me about Andy. And tell me about Youth with a Mission and kind of how that set you up for this conversation between you and Renee saying, run this thing. Like, where does that, why were you so drawn to nonprofit, to service? Like, where does it even come from? I've always been that way. Uh, to be perfectly honest, I've never been driven by money. Um, I'm definitely the type of person where I'm like, I would much rather help somebody for free than make a profit off of somebody and try and sell somebody off of something. Um, and I think that goes back to kind of like the heart stature that Renee was talking about earlier, where that it's just been my passion to be able to help people in any way I can. And <clears throat> Youth with a Mission is a non-denominational international organization. And basically you go into training for two to three months and then you go to a country for two to three months. But me being the overachiever, I decided to take like the biggest trip and did their program called um, Around the World Compassion International. And so we went to five countries in three months, literally around the world, started in Uh, Our base is in Colorado, so we started in Colorado, then went to Costa Rica, England, South Africa, Thailand, and the Philippines, and then back. In five months? In three months. All right, so how old were you? I'm 29. No, no, when you did this. Oh, (laughs) I was... (laughs) I'm not supposed to ask a woman how old she is. So I wasn't asking that. Listen, everybody, don't start, don't start canceling me. I'm not even that big a deal. I might think I am. Don't give me this cancel thing. I asked her how old she was when she did that. Not now. Tommy, oh my God. I get when, scared. You're under, I get scared. when you're under 30 years old, you can ask that. When you look as good yeah. as Andy and as young as Andy, you can ask that. At, at 44 years old, I make no assumptions about anything at all. I'm not going to, because I can't get, I cannot get in trouble. I cannot do it, man. 
But especially as a male, I completely understand. I did not take it that way at all. My brain is like, yeah, I'm super young. So how, like, how old am I? Because I had to be really young to do it. That's where I went with that. So no, no trouble here. How old were you when you did that? I was 20 when I did that. Wow. And it, it's really hard to describe the things that like we witness to people who've never experienced anything like that. Um, because we worked with, um, we worked with orphanages. We helped with like summer camps in the Philippines. We actually like ministered to people whose entire life, like they literally lived in graveyards. Like tombstones were like made of, of their house. It was the craziest thing. And what Renee experienced, um, when she lost her house in the fire and what I experienced when I traveled is very similar what happens in your mind and your body to the point where when you physically witness what nothing looks like, you realize how freaking blessed and how overwhelming it is to live in the American bubble and what you are able to do with that type of audience and how much you can help with how much we have, I think is that switch that Renee had to where it was, it wasn't obligatory anymore for her. Like she actually realized that I have so much stuff, even when I literally don't have a house, like how can we help other people? If that makes sense. It makes all sense in the world. I mean, relatively speaking, you know, someone just lost their home and everything they have but on the other side of the planet, somebody has nothing. So, you know, Renee, you had access to things. You had what access to credit. You had friends. You had people that could support you, right? Um, however, I, and this is the thing that blows my mind. And, you know, this is where I start to lose people because you know, if you don't kind of vibe on this frequency, you know, I can't stand that, that somebody could be having $150 steak and 15 feet away, somebody's eating out of a trash can. And that's in this country, right? So I can't imagine what goes on in the world. So, like, you know, I let my hair down today because I felt like I was, I say, used to call myself a short-haired hippie. But not, I guess I can't help <laughs> that anymore because two two years in an attic and this is what happens when you don't get your hair cut. But I, I, I can't grasp this, that this is okay on this planet. I can't grasp it's okay in this country that we allow this, right? So, so many have so much and so many have nothing. But even, right, but to to that point that you bring up there, Andy, on the other side of the world or in other parts of the world, people who might be homeless in this country have access to services that in other countries, there's nothing there for them. Is that what you're talking about? Um, A little bit. It's kind of like a twofold where um, we've kind of recognized that there is such a problem just in the world as is with resources and like we've talked about, like being able to have access to credit and stuff like that. And um, I know when I first came on as the executive director, Renee and I sat down and we had this conversation of, okay, there is so much need in the world, but right now the best we can do is focus on our own country right now. How can we help those who need help right now? Because we know once we get that system and that funding and everything, really tuned in to the point where we can expand into the world is going to be completely, it's going to be a complete game changer. And that's definitely kind of the main goal with every swipe benefits charity is right now our main goal is to be able to donate a million dollars because that million dollars will help unlock so much other stuff to where we can help people in our country. Then we're going to be able to help other people in other countries and take my experience from traveling the world and Renee's experience from working with businesses in the U.S. and be able to marry that to where it can be a complete game changer for everybody. All right. So thank you for all that. So how does this work? Mechanically, how does it work? What does it look like? Um, Is that the goal, Renee? Can I just shout that out? I mean, a million dollars a year. That's the goal. Okay. So. Like let's so I talk a lot about the sector, the 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 nonprofit sector, and I and I talk about strategically aligning, right? I think as I said up front, what is that like? What does this look like? I know there's a new program that I think you're going to be able to share with me before the end of the show because you told me about it the other day. 
But what does it look like now? What did it look like a month ago? What what does what does every swipe benefits charity? I say four hundred seventy or four hundred twenty three thousand seven seventy forty five. What does that actually look like day in and day out, Andy and and Renee and however you guys want to play it? Well, um, Andy, I'm going to explain it on the business side, and then I'm going to perfect. Yeah, because she (laughs) loves to give the checks away, so I let her do that. Because that is, like Mick said, it's the most fun because you do change the lives of so many people. So so on the business side, what it looks like, every single one of our merchants chooses which charity out of our vetted list, they choose which charity they want to support. And this last year, what we're excited about, we now have a software program that automatically takes the 10% out of every single merchant puts it into an account, and then every month these charities get a check. So every single one of our merchants get to get to choose. So let me stop you for one second. So if I am a merchant and I use pay it forward for my merchant processing, my credit card, the swipes, right? The fees that pay it forward charges, 10% of those fees right off the top are going to a charity that I've appointed out of your vetted list of charities. Right. Right. Like that's how it goes. And and it happens now. It happens on a monthly basis. So it used to be annually. So we're excited that we've gotten it down. They get that check every single month. That's awesome. So, uh, you know, organizations can can count on that check. Mm -hmm. They do. Mm -hmm. Through COVID, it was amazing. The stories we we've heard where they would have had to shut their doors, where our checks paid their rent, our checks kept their lights on. And, you know, our checks, you know, employed one more person. So, you know, it, wow. it's amazing. It's yeah, Mick has um he has a charity up in Nevada City or Grass Valley called A New Day. They do suicide prevention. They have hotlines, they have counselors, and we were able to help them significantly keep and add more staff. That to me is amazing. And and again, are, is there anybody doing better work than people preventing folks from from taking their own lives going through mental health crises I, I mean wow and and what is the ripple effect had they been not supported had they not been supported by you and had to let people go the opposite of hiring people yes good definition tommy way, way to go with that one but letting people go and then there's not enough to serve the people in need yeah, you're yeah. you're you look R- renee and andy oh there's a cat there we go <laughs> is that tigger and Tigger, too. Yep, that's Tigger. <laughs> What's up, Tigger? All right, so I make a rule on this show and all my shows that you have to introduce yourself. So, Tigger, come into the frame, come say hello, and then we got to go to break. Come on over, Tigger. Let me see your face. Is, that's Tigger's a boy cat? Yeah. What's up, guy? How you doing? How you doing, Tigger? All shows should have cats show up on this show. That's an announcement to my co-hosts on the network. We should all have cats and animals show up on, on your uh, – <laughs> maybe it happens. I don't get to watch all the shows. All right. I, you are both changing the world, right? Like changing the world, making incredible impact, the evolution from obligatory donations to changing the world. I knew you would like that, Val. I see you on Facebook. I knew you would like when I shout out Tigger. There, so very cool. See, we're bringing them all together. And Rabbit, she says. So Valerie's got this whole thing. She's telling me I could foster a litter pan train rabbit. I don't know all these things. I just, I don't know all the rules. We're, I'm very distracted by this whole rabbit thing. If you couldn't tell, (laughs) tell it's very distracting. All right. When we come back, there's, I want to know about the future of the organization. I want to know how people can help. Now I'm on the East coast. You know, my buddy Mick is now out here on the East coast with me. Um, I, you know, I sit on boards of nonprofit organizations, nonprofits, accept merchant process. They accept credit cards. Right. So there's this whole, like, it's almost like this whole vortex of this, you know, they can be your clients and other nonprofits can can earn and all this kind of stuff. I want to know what that looks like. And I want to know about this new program thing initiative that's coming out that you kind of we're, we're teasing. I think we're going to tease it a little, right? Isn't that what we're doing? Like, like to tease on the show here. All right, look, we'll be right back. We're going to a commercial. I'm Tommy D. We'll be right back. Join us every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern for the Mind Behind Leadership, where we focus on what leadership really means to us and to others. We have practical discussions with the CEOs of some of the world's largest companies, owners of small businesses, and experts in psychology and behavior to get that inside track, what to do, what to avoid, and what really happens. 
Join me, Graham Dobbin, at the new time, 4pm, every Tuesday for the Mind Behind Leadership, here live on talkradio.nyc. Hey everybody, it's Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector coming at you from my attic. Each week here on talkradio.nyc, I host a program, Philanthropy in Focus. Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on talkradio.nyc. Calling all pet lovers. Pet Avengers, assemble! On the Professionals and Animal Lovers show, we believe the bond between animal lovers is incredibly strong. It mirrors that bond between pets and their owners. Through this program, we come together to learn, educate, and advocate. Join us live every Wednesday at 2 p.m. at talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Nonprofits need connections to move in good directions. So cut through all the static. Join Tommy in his attic. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Welcome to the lightning round. This is the lightning round. This is when we go really fast. We talk really fast. We say things very quickly. We say words. We're not even sure what they mean. No, we will slow down, man. All right. So we're going to just, I want you to talk to me about this organization, uh, what, how people can plug in, how people can support, what they should know about Every Swipe Benefits Charity. Just come on off the mute and join me back in the attic and tell me the story about how people can plug in what upcoming initiatives there are. Renee, I saw your message in the chat. So you guys, put, you break this up any way you want to tell the story. Okay. Well, I'm going to start on the business side and then I'm turning it to Andy because she's got all the good news. Good. So okay. how we grow this is anybody nationwide, we're licensed in all 50 states to have clients for card processing. We do every type of processing. So if any business wants to just talk to me about it, I'd be happy. And then they automatically are part of our Every Swipe Benefits charity without costing them anything. Just so part that, of the it's just part of it. It's I become a customer. That's how it works, right? It's part it. of it. Okay, good. Yep. So Andy, get, I'm turning it over to you now. How do they get you though, Renee? If they want, you know, how to get you and, and want to work with you, if they want to switch. Good luck. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll get, I'll get them in touch with Mick. Gang. That was perfect. Yes. I, we'll get them in touch with Mark. Out there and everything. Yes. Yeah, we'll, get, we'll, we'll do it that way. Right on. We'll figure all that out. Uh, mix all over Facebook during the whole show anyway. So he's probably, he said, or talk to me. <laughs> I love that guy. Yes. Mick, it's all you. Perfect. Uh, Andy, Andy, go ahead. And then on the other side of that, um, we've actually created Every Flight Benefits Charity to be a fundraising platform for charities. So they come on board, they get vetted through me. Um, I have a whole vetting application, everything like that. And then if they just come on just randomly, then they get appointed to one of our account officers like Mick, who work with them directly. And uh, it's kind of like Amazon Smile. The more people that you get to use your, you know, pick your charity on Amazon Smile, the bigger your donation check's going to be. Very similar setup with every Swipe Benefits charity. Um, but they just introduce businesses to cool. our account officers. That's Perfect. all they have to do. So it's a so, giant introduction program. So in this case, so like, let's say I sit on the board of an organization because I do, um, and, mm-hmm. and I own a business that mm-hmm. accepts credit cards, right? So the, the organization says, Hey, Tommy D, you know, that we have a give get, we love you, how you support us, but we have this alliance now with this organization that if you were to change your processing and get better service, at a better price, or at least the same price, right? And a piece of that comes back to us, would you mind switching, right? Like that's the conversation, yep. the development team, can have, right? The, okay, All right. I, I get that. A couple of things I want to shout out right now. The New York City Imagine Awards is something that I'm involved with. The Long Island Imagine Awards is something that I've been involved with for a number of years. The New York City Imagine Awards applications are out right now. I will probably grab the website and put it on Facebook if Mick hasn't done it already. But that's wink, wink, Mick, 
So Mick always like takes the things I'm talking about and hooks me up on Facebook. So, so that's good stuff. It's like, a, <laughs> like a high five, high five. All right. So he's like your little personal assistant. My guy, so you never I, knew you needed partner in crime. I'm not calling. See, that's not fair. <laughs> I didn't say that. I didn't Mick. I didn't say that Mick. If you're looking at the camera, I'm staring at you. I didn't say that Andy Van Heel said that. Oh, she's in so much trouble. Dummy, she's in so much trouble. I didn't say it. Renee, I didn't say it. I got proof. I, we're recording this whole thing, Andy. You don't even try to get away with that nonsense. So, okay, we roast each other all the time. It's fine. <laughs> I love him. You know what? He, you know, he's a Yankee fan, right? And, and we're Met fans. Yeah. So right, forget it. We got he and I go back and forth. Anyway, <laughs> Mick, you got to get up here for – we got to go to baseball game together. That's a whole nother conversation. That's not right now, Tommy. We're doing a show. Let's focus on the show. So New York City Imagine Awards – Long Island Imagine Awards Nonprofit Resource Hub is an organization. Thanks, Mick. I knew you'd do it. Uh, he just put it up there. Applications are out for New York City. Um, I would think that I will not. I want you all to and Mick to to align with some of the stuff we're doing in the Imagine Awards because my friend Ken Serini, who founded the Imagine Awards, has uh, a large um, a large per- percentage of his client base are in the nonprofit sector, and nonprofits always are looking for other angles to. Uh, to fundraise. So there's so much here. And I know, Renee, we talked about this kind of stuff. Like I remember driving around in August, like I was saying earlier, we were chatting about it, but we need to implement this. So that's what we can do. But others who want to hook into this, Andy, they would, they would first come through every swipe benefits charity if they're an organization, right? So a nonprofit and they they go to you, Andy Van Heel. Yep. All right. So I shared the website. We'll share it again. It's esbcharity.org. And Andy, is that your email and stuff? Everything's on there. They can get you that way? Yep. And the whole contact form on that website goes directly to my email as well. Perfect. All right. What else do we want to do? We, I don't know if we touched upon the whole kind of change and, and evolution about what, what's coming. Yeah. So super exciting. Um, just one point I do want to touch before we move on to new programs is If you are an organization and you come on board and start introducing businesses that use us, those businesses are locked in with you for the life of your account. They cannot change um, charities that they support at all. So Tommy D Incorporated is accepts credit cards and horseability introduces me. If as long as I use paid forward, every swipe benefits charity rolls money back to horseability, right? Correct. Got it. Yeah. Love it. Okay, cool. Very important. Just wanted to make that a point because we've had some charities be like, wait, hold up. What's happening here? <laughs> so, That's important. <laughs> good. Good. Yes. So new programs we are super excited about. Um, we'll be launching in March is Renee kind of touched on it is that we now have a business sponsorship program to where they can come on board and donate out of their own profit. Essentially, we have three different options. They can do a monthly donation. They can do a um, percentage just off the top like we do, or they can do a one-time donation of a minimum of $500. And then they get all of that credit. Are they saying where it goes to? Yep. Yeah. Okay. They They can let us know. Okay. Yep. All right. So we need to, we need to see that in action. So what I think we should probably do is, either have you back on this program or do some other webinar or do some live event or whatever to roll that out to, to, and obviously, you know, with mixed involvement, however you all want to do that, leverage me, come back to me and say, Hey, Tommy D you told us we could do this, this thing and get the word out. I want to help you do that. I mean, I, I probably in my own network, I probably network with 40 or 50 leaders of nonprofit organizations and somewhat regular basis. And I have a bunch of friends who consult with nonprofit organizations because when you call yourself the nonprofit sector connector, you kind of have to like do that. You have to <laughs> hang out with people in the space. So, um, and I think there's a ton here to explore together to, to make it better mm-hmm. for everybody. A million dollars a year, Renee Van Heel. That's what you're saying. That's the goal. Yeah. 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 And we're at the 400,000 mark, but we're going into our fifth year. So we got to speed it's it really up. good. I can't complain, but it's not good enough. That's no, all gotta, I say. a good friend of mine says amplify with me actually, but I say it all the time. So we need to amplify those efforts. And the way you do that is in my opinion, is leveraging the networks of other people, leveraging the smarts of other people connecting with, because when we connect, 
we expand our own reach, right? That's the whole thing. Well, so can, go ahead, please. Can I just want to talk about one other program we're implementing. We're running, we're running out of time. So, know, so real quick. Yep. So we've only had where 12, 12 charities could come on board. We are opening up to every charity. They have to go through a small vetting process, but there's different ways for them to get involved. And they'll be able to go on March 1st and see on the website where they want to get involved. So, and that's game all changer. I need to that's say. A, that's a game changer from what you were doing. I mean, that's why Absolutely. you'll get that million is now what you just, what I was saying, you'll just, you've expanded your reach. You've expanded your network, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Talk about expanding your network. My buddy, uh, Steve Fry will be coming up next. The SMB guy right here at Talk Radio. It's always Friday. It's not always Friday. His show is called that. It's only Friday, the day after Thursday, the one before Saturday, which is today. Um, I want to, so hang tight for, for Steve right after my show. Andy, thank you for being here. I look forward to meeting you and Renee, like in the real human form at some point soon. Um, I will even take like five Benadryl and come meet Tigger. Cause like he seems cool too, but I will be sneezing and like back of my head will be like scratching and itchy. Nobody wants to know all that. I just was, I want to, I'd like to meet that cat. We'll see about this whole rabbit situation. Thank you both for weighing in on the rabbit. I mean, it, it's important to have have different points of view and different perspectives. Thank you for the incredible work you're doing. Um, I want to be a part of it. I want to connect further and figure out how we do that offline. And we will do that and bring you guys into my network further and bring Mick further into the network as well. Thanks for being here. Here's what I want to tell everybody. If you want to find me, TommyD.NYC, that stands for New York City. I haven't said that in like 10 months because my kids are like, Dan, I think they know what NYC stands for. So TommyD.NYC on Facebook, no, not on Facebook, on uh, Instagram, on TikTok. Um, Kyle, thank you for your work. Steve Fry will be coming up. So Steve, thanks for uh, thanks for following up because you were the one of the part, part of the reason why I'm on the network because you did the show first and I, I came on here after you, although my show goes before yours in the morning. Stay tuned for Steve Fry. Andy, have a great day. Renee, have a great day. Tommy D at philanthropyandfocus.com is the email, P-H-O-C-U-S. There's probably more for me to say, uh, but we don't have any more time for me to say anything. So we'll just leave it there. Mick Collins, I appreciate you. Later, gang. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Move in good directions So cut through all the static Join Tommy in his attic You're listening to Talk Radio NYC Uplift, Educate, Empower Do you run or are ready to open your own business? Hi, I'm Jeremiah Fox. I've been operating and opening small business for the last 25 years, and I'm the host of the new show, The Entrepreneurial Web. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern time for insights and stories on the nuances of running small business right here on Fridays at noon, talkradio.nyc. Have you ever thought of reinventing yourself? Are you looking to create a new life's journey? Hi, I'm Kevin Barbro, host of Coffee Talk XL every Tuesday night, 5, 8 p.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Tune in live to hear me and my guests from a variety of different backgrounds. As a former college coach and a current full-time actor and owner of multiple companies, my show is as eclectic as my life. That's Coffee Talk XL every Tuesday night, 8 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. informed about menopause and how it impacts on your life hi i'm pat duckworth women's health strategist and host of the hot women rock radio show empowering women leaders at menopause join me every thursday at 10 a.m eastern time 3 p.m uk time on talkradio.nyc for interviews with inspirational women who will share their top tips to rock your world In a post-COVID world, you may have many unanswered questions regarding your health. Are you looking to live a healthier lifestyle? Do you have a desire to learn more about mental health and enhance your quality of life? Or do you just want to participate in self-understanding and awareness? I'm Frank R. Harrison, host of Frank About Health, and each Thursday, I will tackle these questions and work to enlighten you. Tune in every Thursday at 5 p.m. on talkradio.nyc, and I will be frank about health to advocate for all of us. 
podcast, Gateway to the Smokies. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Tuesday night from 6 p.m. to 7. Every episode is dedicated to memorable experiences in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park and surrounding areas. This show features experts and locals who will expound upon the richness of culture, history, and adventure that awaits you in the Smokies. Tune in every Tuesday from 6 p.m. to 7 on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower.